one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. The inspiration signs with Impact Wrestling, frustration with WWE's women's division. <laughs> Tell me about it. Cable Asmus's in-ring wrestling return confirmed and your fan questions answered. Hello and welcome to What Culture Wrestling here on Sunday, the solo Sunday news with myself, Andrew Pollard. Thank you for joining me. Technically, this isn't solo today because you guys, you kind, generous folk, have sent in a whole load of wrestling questions for little old me to answer. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm doing the thumbs for. I am not Rob Van Dam. That, that guy is one of a kind. Yeah, you can tell it's early. You can tell I've had lots of coffee when I'm recording this. It's Sunday. Um, first and foremost, before we get into all the rest of this stuff, I just think, I, I, I hope that you're having a great day. Whatever you do with your Sunday, if you're doing something, if you're doing nothing, just have a great day. If you're sitting on your backside watching wrestling, great if you if you work in hey make the most of it enjoy it enjoy the money that brings in uh and if, if you're off out walking talking if you're going to church because i did see some comments last week that people moaned that we don't reference here at what culture people might go to church on sunday if you're doing that hey have a good time whatever you're doing on your sunday have fun but we have lots of wrestling news to get into and lots of wrestling questions, which is the bit, I'll be honest, that I'm most interested in getting to right now. But first and foremost, the inspiration, the former Iconics have signed with Impact Wrestling. Now, uh, Cassie Lee, Jessica McKay were two of the many, many, many names released by WWE across this past, what, uh, 18 months or so. Uh, they were released just after WrestleMania 37. Former WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. And there's been lots of questions of where will they end up? Some people were presuming that because uh, Cassie Lee, the former Peyton Royce, is married to Sean Spears, that possibly that could, you know, that would open the door for, for AEW. But the former Iconics have signed with Impact Wrestling, as was revealed at last night's knockdown, knockouts, knockouts, knockdown even special. Now, as that event wrapped up, uh, we, we got this, there's a, there's a cool little teaser, which you can see, you can see online, it's it's Impact to put out on their uh, on their Twitter account if you've not seen the event itself, which is available through Fight, um, where the, the inspiration are coming at Bound for Glory. So October the 23rd, which is what? I'm looking at my, my, my computer there. It's the 10th of October today. I should probably have known that already. So we're talking less than two weeks away that the uh, the iconics the inspiration cassie lee jessica mckay the former peyton royce the former billy k will be debuting for impact and to me it's a great pickup it's one of those where it's a great pickup for whichever company got these two ladies because they're they're clearly very talented and and when all the wwe releases have been made uh, to me uh, i mean 
they, they were two of the more baffling ones. I mean, obviously something like Bray Wyatt when he was released, that's a, that's a big one where it's like, right, that's strange. Braun Strowman was another one. To me, the, the iconics as they were then, that was a head scratcher where these, these ladies are so talented, so charismatic, so entertaining. And for someone, someone like WWE, where the focus is so much on entertainment, world wrestling entertainment, you, you think like, these will be perfect. These ladies will be perfect. And they, they split the Iconics up and then they teamed them with random other people. And it just made minimal, minimal sense. But either way, the inspiration as they are now known are in Impact Wrestling or soon will be in Impact Wrestling. And for me, I cannot wait to see him. I think I think Bound for Glory was already on one of my more hyped pay-per-views uh, of the year. I mean, some people, they still like to throw shade at Impact and it's like, nah, man, if you've not been checking out Impact uh, the last few months, just just give it a try. Give it a try, a one-off and see how you get on. If you like it, cool. Come and thank me. If you don't, don't blame me. Don't blame me, man. Let's keep that out there. Um, moving on to frustration with the WWE Women's Division. Now, we talked about just then Diana Perazzo and, and Mickey James coming up. Diana Perazzo, who has proven herself to be one of the best wrestlers on the planet across this last year. And then you look at, man, what WWE has been doing, especially, more importantly, this past Friday. The 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 whole the, the Queen's tournament that they're doing, uh, which is great. That in itself is fantastic. But the fact that your opening matches, two matches, cumulative, went, what, barely four minutes. It's like, are we going to get into the point where we, we need to start doing the whole, like, hashtag give Deeves a chance thing again on Twitter? It's just like, you look at SmackDown and and even more so right now, you look at it and compared to how they've handled their, their Queen's tournament with how they've handled the, the, the men's King of the Ring tournament. Um, and the, the King of the Ring matches were great, we saw. Uh, but you look at, just look at the time allocated to that and you're thinking like, right, there's clearly a massive disparity there. Um, but yeah, as per Fightful, um, the, there's, there's been some upset backstage amongst WWE, uh, just talent and staff alike, is, is a report from Fightful, about how the women have been booked in recent times in terms of their matches and in terms of their segments as to how much time has been given to those moments. And like I said, just look at SmackDown on Friday. You have these two matches, the two, uh, the, the, the first round matches for the, the Queen's Tournament. And yeah, it's like the two of them combined together go barely four minutes. And it's like, man, this is, yeah, come on. It's only Storm who has barely been on TV since moving to SmackDown. And then when she is on TV, it's just, this is somebody you could like focus on, especially when they're like, they're trying to freshen things up. We've had the WWE draft. Obviously NXT is freshening things up with their Neo Glow NXT 2.0. Um, but in terms of the main roster, if you're looking to freshen things up, Tony Storm is somebody, and, I, and this, I don't know, this isn't hyperbolic. This is somebody that you could build a women's division around, or you could, you could position her to be that person you build a women's division around in a few months time. But to do that, you have to, work correctly with her and it's just like you, you look at the, the talent that this girl has and you look at how they've handled her and you just think <laughs> oh it's one of those <sighs> just 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 no anyway moving away from wwe and, and, and away from impact wrestling as well and to triple a which is something we don't always cover that much here on on what culture wrestling but triple a have announced the in-ring wrestling return 
of Kane Velasquez, now former UFC heavyweight champion, of course. It was announced by AAA president Darian Joaquin Roldan Pena. I'm hoping I'll get the pronunciations correct there. At Heroes Immortales 14, that Kane Velasquez will be competing for AAA on the 4th of December. There's no opponent yet has been announced. And, and to me, it's like, this. it's just... I, I, what what we've seen of Cain Velasquez, not counting that that two minute match of Crown Julius Brock Lesnar, but if you go and see the handful of matches he did for Triple A back in what 2019, it's like this. It's just a, it's an intriguing proposition. Uh, one of the the baddest asses in terms of uh, UFC heavyweight fighters of all time. And then you see him just doing springboards and stuff in Triple A. There was that, that, that six man tag match he did with Cody and Psycho Clown at Triple Mania. 27? 27? I think it was 27. And you think like, ah, this is cool. It's it's unique. It's interesting. It's intriguing. Uh, but yeah, Kane Velasquez is going to be competing again in a wrestler ring for AAA this December, December the 4th. Um, now, he was in WWE, as mentioned, for a cup of coffee. A cup of coffee in the big time, as the match on Randy Savage would say. Um, he signed in, I think it was 2019 October. Would compete at Crown Jewel that year against Brock Lesnar in a match that went, yeah, not even, I think it was just over two minutes technically. Um, but that was supposedly Game Blasters was dealing with the injury problems at the time, and that was why that happened. There were plans to do something with him when the pandemic did hit. Game Blasters ended up being one of the many, many people released by WWE. He was one of those of, I guess it was the first round of releases, uh, April of 2020, which feels forever ago because pandemic. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I'm cool to see what Game Blasters gets up to. Now, moving away from that stuff this is where we get to the questions and there's a load of questions i'm so sorry if your question does not get answered first and foremost uh, i've put together a list of ones that came in before i recorded this if you put in a question after i've recorded this sorry uh, maybe we'll get to that next weekend or maybe one of the guys that, that you know the a-listers can answer that in a week you know it's sunday you're stuck with the d-list there baby again rob van damme thumbs here um but first and foremost uh, mark solid has asked i'm gonna run through these quite quickly because as mentioned, people will take to the comments, say how much I ramble, and this is uh, proof of that. So, sorry to those people. The people who enjoy it, hey, thanks. Uh, thanks for having my back. Um, but yeah, Mark Solid, morning, Andrew. Morning, Mark. Uh, thoughts on reuniting rated RKO, turning on Riddle, which can lead to him turning the heel with a debut and Pete Dunne, also reuniting the bros awaits. I, I don't know, you know, I mean, yeah, they, I, I, that's quite an intriguing proposition, I think, is is reuniting Rated RKO, which of course was Edge and Randy Orton, and, and also reuniting the Broserweights. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, I mean, you're looking at the, the landscape of NXT, and you're looking at how much that is a landscape change right now, and you look at someone like Pete Dunne, and you think, is there a place for him there? I'm not saying that he, oh, I mean, Pete Dunne, you could put the world title, well, the, the world title, the NXT title on him tomorrow, and he would be great. Reuniting him with Matt Riddle as a Broserweights, I could see that. I just, to me, I don't see Riddle going heel with Pete Dunne. I, maybe, I think if you do do a, a heel turn with Riddle, maybe it is to split Team RKO after all this, these these months of, you know, Matt Riddle trying to win over Randy Orton of, you know, the teasers of Randy Orton, is he going to drop him with an RKO? Uh, and then for Riddle to be the one to turn, maybe. And that could, that's, that's a sort of turn that could add something to his character where you think like, right, because clearly Matt Riddle is a talented, talented guy, but you look at him right now and it's somebody who, he's not going to be making that that next step anytime soon and maybe something like a, a heel turn yeah as for your question mark i don't quite see it just yet the, the, the rated rko thing though i'm i'm kind of intrigued by that just because you know edge has moved to smackdown 
maybe that's something that we we look at. And and they did tease that when Edge first returned. But I did say I'm going to move through these questions quickly. So I, I'm going to do my best, honestly, honestly, honestly. Uh, Aiden, Golden Kneecaps on Twitter has gone in touch saying, if you could have one cross-promotion match of any kind, what would it be and why? CM Punk versus Vince McMahon. <laughs> no. Um, I, I To me, I, I talked about him earlier, I cannot speak highly enough about Josh Alexander. And if you've been sleeping on Impact, you've been sleeping on Josh Alexander, just go and check that stuff out. The dude has been phenomenal for, for months now. So to me, it's like Josh Alexander, Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson. That's that's something to me that jumps out. Also, you know, we talk about Bryan, you look at Bryan Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr., which is a match that seems like we have to have at some point. They're two matches that jump out to me. Both of them featuring Bryan Danielson. Next, we've got Kevin the Miss... Toffer Scullivan. I, I I hope I haven't butchered that name too uh, too much. What's the difference between a wrist lock and a wristwatch? I don't know, brother. I know neither. I, I, I have no watches on. I do have my Focus Wales uh, wristband on. If anybody's been in, in, at Focus Wales this weekend, I hope you've had a great time. Music Festival here in North Wales. It's been fun. Uh, Matty G with Mox picked up the win last night against Nick Gage and rumors spreading of AEW bringing Gage back for a few more possible matches. Could we see him defend the GCW world title in a death match in AEW against Gage or others? Yes. I very much think that we, uh, as Matty G alluded to there uh, last night, saw John Moxley uh, defend, well, defend, retain the GCW World Title against Nick Gage, and I think, yeah, I think that Nick Gage does more with AEW. I think that Nick Gage does something with John Moxley in AEW. I think we do get a death match between those two in AEW. So yes, Andy, a guy v three sixty on Twitter with the possibility of Xavier Woods. Winning King of the Ring, could you see the storyline having the crown go to his head and then turn on Kofi? No. <laughs> no. I, I think Xavier Woods, um, I, to me, I, I think the New Day, the, the way they've talked about things, I mean, it could be the ultimate heel turn, the way they've talked about things, about how they never want to break up, they never want, never want to turn on each other. I think those guys will stick to that as much as they can. I mean, WWE, ultimately, they, they call the shots. If they wanted to turn Xavier Woods heel, they could do. Um, to me, I just, I'd like to see him. I'm really looking forward to Kofi and Woods. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that in the semi-final match. Um, but for me, I, I'd like to see Woods win it. I'd like to see him go all the way. Um, but Luke Cullen on Twitter, do you think Hamman Page should beat Omega for the title on his first goal or have to go at it again? I'm still divided on it, but I'm leaning towards him winning on the first goal. I think that he does. I think it's full gear. I think it's, I think Page beats Kenny. Um, I think that's a story we've been telling for a long time. And there's, there is, there's a, there's a conversation of like, does that, that first match be, is it a win for, for Paige? And I think it has to be because AEW doesn't really, in terms of their big matches, they don't tend to do rematches. If you get a title shot and you lose, not necessarily back of the line, but somebody else steps up in your place and they have the next shot. So I think, I think, yeah, I think Paige beats Kenny. Uh, I mean, I am actually hosting a, a, a Comic-Con event uh, where Kenny Omega is going to be there the week after full gear so like for me personally it's like nah i hope kenny keeps the belt because then then we've got the AEW world champion there uh, that's wales comic-con uh, but no I, th I think page beats kenny at full gear we've got rws rob uh with tony khan declaring friday night wars on twitter yesterday do you think he's lacking awareness of how arrogant he may be coming across to the rest of the community or is he simply working the fans into a shoot that's a really interesting question um I think with with Tony, he's just he's trying. I I don't think he's like setting out like man today. I'm really going to go for WWE. I think he's just having. I, I think they're they're playful shots. They're they're shots that are clearly they're designed to generate discussion and debate, which is what we're doing right now. Um, and 
I don't know. Is he lacking awareness? Is there an arrogance? I think there is an arrogance there. Um, but I'm not. That's not to say it's a bad thing. I mean, Vince Mann has an arrogance. Eric Bischoff has an arrogance. Paul Heyman had an arrogance when he's running running uh, ECW. Any promoter worth their salt has an arrogance, for better or for worse. And Tony Khan is no different in that regard. Gav, could we eventually see Cole Bucks and Don kick Kenny out of the elite? Mirroring Cole and Bullet Club, and a down and out Kenny's picked up by Hangman, leading to a rematch of Kenny and Hangman versus Young Bucks. No, I, I don't think we get that. I don't think we get that anytime. I, I don't think that uh, Kenny's being thrown out for uh, for. I don't think he's being thrown out the the elite for anytime soon. Um, and I, I think it's too soon to go back to Kenny and to Hangman. That, that's all I'm saying. That one. We got Christian Podario. I hope I pronounced your, your surname uh, your last name correctly there, Christian. Apologies if not. As AW wrestlers win titles outside AW, do you think that they should showcase them on Dynamite and Rampage? Hmm. Should we see on Wednesday that Mox retain a GCW title? Yes, 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 yes. I, I, this is one of the things to me where I think that, yeah, if you've got guys winning, especially, you know, relatively known titles, uh, if you've got people winning, uh, well, it, obviously Christian and Kenny have both had the Impact World title. If you've got the, the I mean, you, if you had the Good Brothers on there with the, I, I, I don't need to see the Good Brothers on AW programming. That's just me, but I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool with that one. Uh, those guys can be entertaining, but mm. but if you have them on there, obviously you have them with the uh, the Impact Tag Titles. Uh, I think with Mox, I think GCW, they're at a point now where obviously they're not a mainstream promotion, but they, they have enough name value amongst the, the, the wrestling community. And it's that sort of thing. I think if you're that other company, if you're that company whose, uh, whose title is on an AW talent, you for you part of that deal is you get that belt onto onto tv so you have john moxie walk around with a gcw title thanks to everybody who's put those questions in i feel like this has gone really long i feel like this may be edited down by the time it goes onto youtube and i can already feel people moaning that i've rambled and this is like a 20 minute video of me talking nonsense so apologies to those guys and girls who think that uh thank you for joining me on this sunday i've been andrew pollard you can follow me at cultured left peg if you fancy it you can follow us at what culture wwe uh, whatever you're doing with your sunday have a great day if you're doing nothing great if you're working enjoy it make the most of it it's bringing in pennies at the end of the day if you're uh, if you're off to church have fun if you're uh, if you're just going to sit on your backside, play video games or watch wrestling, I'm very, very envious. Of course I am. But yeah, thanks for joining me. Have a great weekend and I'll see you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.